Antichrist supports the false religious system. Did y'all know there is a false religious system? Did y'all know there's religion without God? Did y'all know that religious or being religious is not going to help you? It's not going to save you? Today I want to talk about Revelation chapter 17 verse 1. It says, Then none of, of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters. The seven angels showed John the bowl of judgments. Now this angel tells John about the destruction of the false religious system. And there will be a destruction of this false religious system. Only God knows exactly how this is going to happen. The final judgment on Babylon ends with a a great earthquake, the Bible says, that brings down every mountain and every island, disappears, and with uh, 100-pound hailstones crushing everything they hit. And great Babylon was remembered before God to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath, Revelation 16, seven, verses 17 through 22, or 21. So Revelation chapter 17 through 18 are a description of the false religious, the corrupt commercial, financial, and economic systems that will exist during the tribulation. Am I saying you'll be here during the tribulation time? No, I'm not, because I, I am really not sure I know there are people that believe in pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, and, and all that. But you know what? I'm satisfied to know that God knows whether we're going to walk through a post-tribulation time, pre-tribulation time, or actually exist or walk through the tribulation. There is grace for wherever and whatever we walk through. There has always been and there always will be for those who believe. So so I'm not saying that. But but anyway, let me go back because I I interrupted myself as, as sometimes I so many times do that. Let me read the scripture again. It says, And I saw a beast rising up. Nope, wrong sorry, wrong scripture. Grab the wrong scripture. Revelation chapter 17 and 18 are a description of the false religious system and the corrupt commercial, financial, and economic systems that will exist during the tribulation and their destruction. So the city of Babylon was built on the banks of the Euphrates River, and it had many canals running through it, more on the the many waters, um, we'll go, well, I'll, I'll go into more of that later. With, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, it says in Revelation 17, 2. With whom the kings of the earth committed fornication and those who dwell on the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So this worldwide false religion is closely allied with the kings 
presidents, emperors, dictators, prime ministers, and whatever else they are called during the tribulation. The English word pornographic comes from the Greek word porneo, and that's translated into the English word fornication. So in this verse, it's used for people who commit spiritual adultery with false gods or idol worship, if you want to call it that. The nations of this world will never come together on a political or an economic base, but someday they will come together into a one-world religious system. Satan is the instigator of all religious or excuse me, of all false religions. He used Nimrod at, at Babel and he will use the false prophet and the Antichrist to set up this worldwide false religion. The term those who dwell on the earth is used several times in Revelation and it always refers to unbelievers when that term is used. So those who dwell on the earth, when you see that, it's referring to unbelievers. The Bible says in 17 verse 3, So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. So the woman is the worldwide false religion that is... Uh, supported by the Antichrist, but the Antichrist will destroy this worldwide false religion and demand to be worshipped. Daniel 11.36, it says, He shall exalt and magnify himself above every god, little g, shall speak blasphemies against the capital G, God of gods, speaking of our God, Jehovah God in Daniel 11:36 and then let's see in Revelation 13 and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea having seven heads and 10 horns and on this on his horns 10 crowns and on his heads a blasphemous name the dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his, dead, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. And they worshiped the beast. So this is how it's going to be. In the very end of the world, that's Revelation 13, verses 1 through 4, if you'd like to go read it. The Antichrist will use the worldwide false religion to bring the world under his control. So the enemy, the Antichrist, is going to use religion. Okay, he's going to use false religion to bring the world under his control and then he will destroy it. See Revelation 17, verse 16 and 17. The woman was arrayed in purple, it says in verse 4. 
and scarlet and, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. So that was 17 verse 4. Religious organizations, they're some of the wealthiest organizations in the world, and most of us should know that. This false and idolatrous religious system will be worth millions, if not trillions of dollars, and the false prophet and the Antichrist will have the best of everything that this world has to offer. Then the golden cup of the harlot looks inviting to worldly-minded religious people, but the harlot's cup is filled with wickedness, abominations, and immoralities that have a mind-altering effect on people, note that, who are enticed into committing idol worship with her. So speaking of Babylon, Jeremiah wrote this, he said, the nations have drunken of her wine. Therefore, the nations are deranged. Jeremiah 51, verse 7. There are hundreds of religions in the world that worship earthly idols. And we got all kinds of them. John says, do not love the things of this world. And James says, people who are friends with this world are enemies of God. Are you hearing me? John says, do not love the things of this world. And James says, people who are friends with this world are enemies with God. Some of you Christians fall into this category. See 1 John 2.15, James 4, verse 4. So the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup of full golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead there was a name written that said Mystery Babylon the Great. So the mother the mother of harlots and and of the abominations of the earth, as we see in Revelation 17, verses 4 and 5, is what we're referring to here. <coughs> Excuse me. This worldwide false religion is very seductive. The promises, it, it, it actually, this false religion promises great things to her followers. But the end, the end for those followers is spiritual death. So this false religious system will be extremely wealthy with the royalty and power that is given to her by the Antichrist, who is definitely controlled by Satan. The leaders of this false religious system and the Antichrist are living the life of luxury while bringing you know, the world under the control of Satan. This false religious system is totally aligned with all the rulers of the world, and most of the people of the world will be under its power. So worldly thinking people will willingly, let me say that again, will willingly drink the cup of abominations and filthiness of this false religion. 
You know, some people just don't know any better. But there should be something within your heart that says this is not right. Unless God has just totally turned you over to a reprobate mind, there's got to be something in you that says none of this is right. In Revelation 17, verse 6, I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. That was 17, verse 6. The killing of believers in the true and living God by unbelieving idol worshipers begin when Cain killed Abel. Satan has used, listen to me, listen, Satan has used false religious leaders and idol-worshipping people to persecute and kill anyone who is a true believer in God. You know what? They don't like us. The devil don't like you. And he doesn't like me. In Esther, Haman the Agagate, Agagate, and I, I don't know if I pronounced that right, whatever. Um, I apologize if I didn't and don't pronounce some things right. But did, did everything with his power destroy the Jewish people? He tried. Read the book of Esther. The persecution and killing of the early Christians was a common occurrence by Roman government until the Roman emperors Constantine and Licinius legalized Christianity, hear me, in 313 AD. So in closing, let me tell you this, millions of Christians have been killed by false religions throughout church history. But the slaughter of followers of Jesus Christ during the time of the tribulation is going to be worse, the worst ever in the history of the world. So now is the day of salvation. Jesus is coming soon. And you've a lot of you have heard that all your life, but nevertheless, it's sooner now than it ever has been before. Think about it. Believers in Jesus Christ will become the victims of the satanic one-world religious, commercial, and financial systems because they refuse to take the mark of the beast, Revelation 13, verse 15 and 17, or 15 through 17, excuse me. So this is why the warnings are going out, and, and not just for me, but for many people have put the word out there, and e even more so in this end time that we're seeing right now, as our world goes more and more presses towards that one world government, that one world religion, we have got to become more serious than ever before as we look at it and say, you know, what am I doing in this world? I've got to come up out of this world because God has called me. The call of God is on my life. And you know, time is only, we're only going to have so much time. There's going to come a time where we come into that place like the ten virgins and, and Jesus is going to be coming back 
and only five of us are going to have oil in our lamps and the rest of us are going to be begging to find oil. If you don't know the story, you can look that up in the Bible under the ten virgins. So in saying that, I just want to tell you to rethink if you're not born again rethink where you're standing because if you were to die today your judgment is today you're not going to have a second chance God is not going to give you a second chance at, at your judgment he's going to say depart from me, me I never even knew you you know what and, and I'll say this too you can be as religious as you want to be. And because, because my husband and I have done outreach for over 20-some years in, into the streets or the going house to house or whatever, talking to be people about their souls, uh, the biggest thing that people have to say about when they're right standing with God is that I go to church. You know what? Going to church is not going to get you into heaven. Going to church is not going to get you into right standing with God. Some people say, you know what? Um, I feel like I'm a good person. These are the answers that we've gotten over the years. I feel like I, I, I would treat someone else like I would want them to treat me. I feel like I'm a good person. You know what? Good people are not going to go to heaven. Born again people are going to go to heaven. Born again people are the ones who are right with God. The Bible says, have you been born again? It also talks to us, Peter said in Acts, have you been filled with the Spirit since you've been born again? So you not only need to be born again, but you need to be actually Christ to come into your heart and fill you with the Holy Spirit that you can stand in this evil day. So you know what? In, in saying that, you can go to church seven days a week, but you're not going to go to heaven if you're not right with God. And I didn't say that. The Bible says that. That's what the Bible tells us, in case you haven't read it. That, that's what the Bible says. So you know, you can do all the good deeds you want to do. Good deeds are not going to get you into heaven. I will say this, good deeds and good works are going to follow those who believe because Jesus, we're going to be like him. We're going to be like his character because he's going to mold us and make us into the character, uh, his same type character. God said he'll be working in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. Jesus was good. He did things that were good. He loved. He is love. God is love. Okay, let me stop rambling on and tell you that I'm praying for you, everyone that comes to our channel. I'll say it over and over again. My husband and I are praying for you every single night that you will come into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and believe. Find the plan that God has for your life and rejoice in that. 